Happy Tuesday, Angel Butts. We did it. Welcome back. Hello there. It's Sarah Hanchar here with Hi, I Think You're Nice. Hey, I have a question for you. What would you like to hear about? What do you think is nice? These are questions that I'm genuinely curious about because I keep talking to friends that I think are nice about topics that I think are nice. Um, but I'm curious, what do you think is nice? I also want to hear nice stories from you. So please get in touch with me. I'd love to hear about the nice, good, kind, wonderful things that are going on in your life because I am sure you guys are doing some amazing things. How do you get in touch with me? I think you know the answer, but I'll tell you anyway. You can find me directly, email me at sarah at ithinkyournice.com. Don't forget that that's Y-O-U-R-E, you're nice, as in you are nice, because I wanted to make life challenging for everybody. Yay! So sarah at ithinkyournice.com. You can also find me at my website, which is uh, I think you're nice.com. And there's a comment se- section there. You can write some stuff down and say whatever you like to me. Also, you know, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook as I think you're nice. So please look there, follow me there, chat with me there. I recently had someone reach out to me say, hey, I have someone in mind I think you should interview. Can we talk? And yeah, of course we can. So I genuinely would like to hear from you. And as always, thank you so much for listening. I truly, deeply, forever appreciate it. And you know what's coming up next? Girls, boys, everybody, can you give me those stars? I need some stars and some reviews and some ratings. Thumbs up. Five stars. If you can go to iTunes, that would be super rad because that helps a particular algorithm. If you can just rate, review, subscribe from wherever you listen. Also, are you having a hard time finding me somehow and you're listening to this via friend? I don't know. So yeah, communication is absolutely key for me to get into more ears and to hopefully spread... Spread? Uh, spread kindness and niceness all throughout the land. So those are my notes for you today and my questions and queries for you today. Coming up is a wonderful episode with my friend Lindsay Grimm. We talk all about swimming. Gosh, does she love swimming? Gosh, do I love swimming? And gosh, do we both love to talk about Michael Phelps and we love Michael Phelps. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. At the end of the episode, I will... (laughs) There will be my very famous, limitedly famous, very limitedly went viral uh, song, Oh, Michael Phelps, You Swam Away With My Heart, at the end of the episode. So I encourage you to stick around and listen to that because, (laughs) well, I just recommend that you listen to it and tell me what you think. Okay, you guys have a great day. Have a great week. And I'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. Hi, I think you're nice. Why, hi, I think you're nice. Let's have a seat and let's have a nice time. I think you're nice. So let's chat, so let's chat, so let's chat. I think you're nice, so let's chat. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Hi, I Think You're Nice, uh, a podcast where I talk to a nice person about nice things for about an hour. My name is Sarah Hanchar. I'm your host. And today my guest is Lindsay Graham. Hi, everybody. Yay. <laughs> Let's be nice. Let's be nice. Let's be nice. And I am so excited um, about this episode because we're talking about swimming. Yes. 
Yes. The sport of all sports. It is literally the only sport I, I care about, really. really. I mean, I love the Olympics as a umbrella. Yes. Like, as a whole, I enjoy mm-hmm. the Olympics, and I follow them a bit more than I ever thought I would. But swimming is my gym jam, and it makes me happy. I love that so much. Um, and did it start in 08 or before well, then? I've always been a fan of swimming. Okay, love it. Um, I've always en- yeah, I've always enjoyed that. Back in the day, they yeah. used to have the Winter and the Summer Olympics in the same year. And, like, that was a big sports year for the Hanchars. Like, me and my mom would watch all the summer ones and then the figure skating and blah, blah, blah. Um, so it's something I've always followed peripherally. And then when I got my own TV and I could be in charge of my own destiny, man, that's when I what, – what was – when did I graduate college? Oh, four – yeah. No, 04 is yeah, where, that was where it really year. began. Athens. Yeah, that's that where was, it started for me. That was Michael Phelps's second Olympics. Oh. But the first gold that he won. We won't do everything in terms of like Michael Phelps <laughs> years, but, but we'll start there. We'll start there. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, out of curiosity, have are you a swimmer yourself? I've never I, even asked. I was. I started, I swam competitively from like the age of five. all, And I swam all the way through college. What? So I five through 22... This gal was going up and down pool, the pool length. Yeah. So I did what? it for a long time. For five, five, how fast are five-year-olds? Not fast. Not I mean, fast? It was, I was swimming like the, at that age, you swim kind of like the width of the pool. Okay. So it's like, it's like, it's like bush league, right? Okay. But it's like, it's like summer, summer swimming style. You're also a baby. But I know you're so small, <laughs> but it, but swimming's like, it's kind of accessible, right? Yeah. Like it's not, it's not like you have to have like a helmet or cleats mm-hmm. or anything. You just have to have a suit and be able to like float. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and have like some some element of like forward progression. So yeah. I for some reason just like I think it's just it just I just took to it at a really like, I loved it from day one. Mm-hmm. And so I think I was just like I'm in I'm in this. And then when I got to be like 10, 11, 12, which was sort of you know sort of Olympic year ish, I I got into the Olympic. I got into following the Olympics, right? So because you're just I always watched them, but then. I really started following swimming and I was like, I love this. And I knew like all the facts about everyone. Yeah. And, um, did you ever want to become a, an Olympic swimmer? It's funny. Well, maybe we'll that's get into a this whole later. Dealy. I had a yeah. coach if, if in like, well, how old was I? Maybe like eighth and ninth grade. One of her pet peeves was parents who would have their kids come in, sign up for the team and say, I want my kid to be in the Olympics just because the, the probability is so low. Sure. And in each event, they only take two people. Per Olympics, uh, like it, like the U- United States only takes two people, so the the odds of that are like slim to none, yeah. right? So I never, I was never even good enough to contemplate be going. Like mm-hmm. it just wasn't a thing that was really my reality. However, I had a teammate when I was later in high school who made it to the <gasps> Olympics. Cool. Yes, and so what was really cool was like we didn't know. We knew he was really special and good. Yeah, but we didn't know that. Um, we didn't know that his trajectory was the Olympics. We just knew he was going to be really good. Yeah. And so he eventually made it to the Olympics, um, won a gold medal. No, sorry. Won a, oh, eventually won a gold medal, but won a, won a couple silver medals and set, was the first American man under 15 minutes in the 1500 freestyle. Who, who is it? His name is Eric Vent. Like, there might not be any reason why you... He's not like a household name. But um, What years did he swim? He would have. He was in the Sydney Olympics in 2000. He was in Athens. He was so he got a silver medal in Sydney, a silver medal in Athens, and then he was at Beijing and won gold as part of the two, uh, four by two hundred freestyle relay. 
Okay. And he was really good. I mean, okay, that's amazing. I know. So that's like, so great. And that's a rarity, right? To have like a teammate. I for that sure makes watched it. him win all those things. Probably. I'm just, I'm just not putting it together yeah, in my, my totally. head. I also like drank a lot of wine. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, a, he was sort of like a little, like he was, he wasn't like an imposing physical. He was like mm-hmm. a littler guy and just like squeezed every ounce of his, ounce of his potential like out of bullet. himself and just yeah and just work like i've never seen somebody work that hard i mean awesome. he was he was amazing like he just was he was he was special for sure awesome i know that's so that so was that's cool. fun right yeah yeah that's way cool it's super cool to have that person like sort of associated with you and you yeah. get to sort of like follow him through yeah. through the years yeah that's i don't awesome. keep in touch with him or anything but I'm yeah. sure he's kick, kicking butt at whatever he's doing now. Sure. Yeah. Well, it's such Can a... Can we say butt on your... Butt's okay. Butts are nice. Okay. Because okay. <laughs> nice. I, I also think cursing is very nice. Um, <laughs> I do. Because sometimes they're just regular words aren't enough. I know. It, just doesn't, it doesn't get you... It doesn't quite get you there. Yeah. yeah. Sort of like singing is like when your heart... There aren't words enough. You can, I, all I can do is sing. Just like there aren't words enough. All I can do is just really know, cuss. Oh, I love that. As hard as I, I can. That. I love that. It feels... Feels good. Any hoozle. So swimming, so you're you, always into it. And you, and you started watching it as part of just like, oh, the Olympics are exciting. Uh, it was the summer of 04. Okay. And um, I was actually visiting a friend who was working at a theater in, I want to say, oh God, New Hampshire? Damn, I should have looked this up. Alex Marshall, where was that theater you worked? <laughs> Um, well, Alex, call us. Alex, we'll be doing call, this podcast for another hour. Alex, call in. Um, uh, David Hyde Pierce was in it <laughs> in the Cherry Cherry Orchard. It was a really Funny. great. It was a really great theater. Anyway, I was visiting him, but he was working and interning all day, so I was just getting bored and drunk in my hotel. And everyone was talking about the torpedo. The torpedo right. was a thing, and so I kind of like got swept up, and I'm like, "Ooh, what's this thing that is, is, seems interesting and fun?" But then little Phelpsy boy. Was in there just, just getting it done. Getting it done. And I was, I'm like, wow, this person's really amazing, and that just kind of got me hooked. But your song was after 2008. Yeah, that right? was that was 08 when he was kicking all of the ass. Nice. Okay, yeah. so you had, but you had a history with him in 04. I did have a history. So you weren't just like a jump on the bandwagoner, <laughs> right? Because a lot of people didn't know who he was till 08, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. When he like hit, hit was on the radar. Yeah, and the Auss- the Aussies, so Ian Thorpe and some of those other guys and women and ladies, um, Australia is a huge swimming country. Like and they treat their swimmers like we treat our like NFL players. Oh, really? So they're like super famous. Like like the Thorpedo yeah. would be on like billboards and you know, he'd be uh, he'd be he would be the equivalent of like Russell Wilson. And that means literally nothing to me. <laughs> Russell Wilson is a quarterback oh, for the Seattle Seahawks. I, knew that. I did know that. I did know that. Yeah. I did. I was trying I to think know. of like the most famous person. I like from the, like <laughs> a, like local athlete I could think of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that's fun that's fun too is that it's not a huge sport here, but it's fun to see it be big in another country. Yeah. Right? Cuz it's like it, swimmers should be elevated. They're good people. Yeah. Usually. They're, they're well, I mean anyone who and and this is for any walk of life. Like we only see a a, a small window. Totally. And all of that pressure on them. We haven't <sighs> seen the last four years. We haven't seen the other competitions. We haven't seen all of these things. So now they're on this worldwide stage. It's really kind of unfair because they've actually been kicking butt and doing amazing things for years. Yeah. For years and years, creating accommodations. Right. Like they're competitions where they're 
you win gold medals and yep. break world records. And, um, but we don't know we, as a collective, we don't really know that or care about that. It only matters whenever we're against other countries. Yes. And I'm like, Oh, come on. Can't we watch them be excited when they swim all the time? And you know. see people like there was an American in the last Olympics who got bronze and he was so excited. Yeah. And the first thing the NBC commentator said to him was, are you disappointed? You didn't get the gold. And he was like, no, I got no. the bronze. I'm I'm thrilled. Like, I didn't even think I'd get that. Like, I'm so happy to be walking home with a medal. I actually wrote that down. The interviews are my, this is not nice, but I'll probably keep it yeah. in anyway. The interviewers, after anyone hops out of the pool, I don't care <laughs> if they've won or lost, if, if they were pitted against their arch rival or what. I want all the interviewers to say, Oh my God, congratulations. You swam really great. Well done. Can't wait to talk to you later. Yeah. When you've like, when you've like recovered your breath a little bit, right? Yeah. Like when you can breathe normally. They yeah. Were, yeah. And the thing is, is like the swimmers are always really graceful about it. So. And that's, I mean, so we'll spin it to nice, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, what I love is that they're, they, they take it, they take it kind of in stride, even yeah. if the commentator's trying to like, kind of like wrestle a story spice, out of them. Spice it up. I'm like, give them a minute. Give them a minute. <laughs> a minute their suits are so tight give them a minute <laughs> they can't even breathe they yeah. really can't it's interesting that you say that about the um kind of the 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 whole journey comes down to like those seconds yeah because i think that's one of the really interesting things about swimming too which is that my uh, speaking from personal experience my best event was 100 meters is that so just one down? One down, one back. Okay. So in the, and if you're watching the Olympics, it's down and back. Okay. Yeah. In that pool, in that big pool. And that, and so that is like a, a one minute some odd race. But the amount of training that you put in that to sounds swim. sounds terrifying. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a minute. It's not that long. <laughs> no. Right. And, but, but I would swim, you know, 25 hours a week sometimes to swim to 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 eventually be that quick race for a minute one minute yeah so it's <laughs> it's kind of nice in that the like a lot of times not all the time but a lot of times the work you put in is what you get out and that's kind of the nice thing about swimming yeah. is like the harder you work and the more like focused you are you see the results yeah you are in control of your results but the the bad the bad side of that is it's very possible to kind of overtrain or overthink it mm -hmm. um and then when it comes time to competition, you kind of feel like you're putting all those eggs in yeah. that one minute basket. Yeah. And, and you and you can freeze. Right. So you so a lot of them. I think a lot of top swimmers end up seeing like sports psychologists and stuff like that. You have to, to. Right. Yeah. Because it's so stressful. Yeah. It's so dang stressful. Yeah. I remember my friend in high school and uh, she would wear like pantyhose when she was training. Yes. Um, it's not they, a thing anymore, but yeah, yeah. they wouldn't shave. She wouldn't shave her legs yes. and uh, would wear pantyhose. And I was like, well, I've never, I, that's never occurred to me. Any of those things. You would they don't do, do that. that anymore? They don't, they, like, I did that. I did a little of that too, where you would, you would, um, you would try to, cr try to put as much drag, drag on your body as you could. Um, and then there was sort of a school, then it kind of, the school of thought went sort of in the, in the other direction, which is kind of like. Just in, uh, if you're um, just enjoy, enjoy it, like just uh, don't don't worry so much about drag just because you're what you want to do is create the feel for the water naturally so that if you're wearing like four suits and, a, and <laughs> pantyhose, when you take those things off to race, it will it will, it will feel it will different. very different. Yeah. And so your stroke could have to adjust uh. as a result. But yeah, that was a big deal. And wait, where and you grew up. Did you grow up in Pennsylvania? Yeah, in too? Central PA. Yeah. So there's a lot of good swimmers. There's a lot of good swimming in Pennsylvania, oh, really? too. Yeah. Yeah, I have some friends from from Pennsylvania. Yeah, there's some good teams there. Uh, 
but yeah, it's, it's some of those, it's funny also how just like the sport changes over time too. Like when I was doing it, it was very high volume, meaning like what I said earlier, mm-hmm. where I would train like, you know, 20, whatever it was, 25 hours a week for a one minute race. I think the, 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 um, school of thought has changed a little bit to sort of more quality. So you're doing, you're, you're going faster for shorter amounts of time oh, okay. now. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, it, I think the sport just, I think in the seventies there was all this, there was all this, um, I don't know what I would call it lore around the people that trained a ton. And so okay. for that reason, it was like, Oh, it was, it was a little mysterious oh. how much these people out in California are training. Okay. So we should all do that. But then, <laughs> but then it's sort of like, then people like get shoulder problems and they have to retire early and, um, you just, you just get worn out. You get burnt out. Yeah. So, yeah. There's always so much time one can spend in a pool, right? right? One would think. Totally. And it's exhausting. Like you don't think about it as being tiring because, um, it's not, it's, it's sort of like there's, it's no impact. Sure. But it's, there's something, there's something like uniquely exhausting about swimming where like you're there just is. always tired. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if you go, yeah, even if you go in the ocean or like a hotel pool, you sort of feel that a little bit, right? Like everything just sure. aches. Uh, when we trained for, I, I enjoy swimming a lot. I'm terrible at it. And, um, no one has taught me how exactly, but I sure do go back and forth in that pool. Yes. Um, good for you. And when I was really learning, I did take a class at one point in Santa Fe, New Mexico, you know, a desert, the perfect place to learn to swim. Yeah. Uh, I would, I would swim. And then when I would be doing the, was that front crawl? Yes. Breast, no breast. That's freestyle. Yeah. Freestyle. Doing a freestyle. I'd peekaboo over the person next to me. Like, I'm like, I duck down for a little bit too long and like watch what they were doing because they looked like they were a good swimmer. Like, they weren't splashing too much. They seemed to have like a pretty good steady stride. I'm like, what are you doing under there? All right. And I tried to do that. And that's how I learned this one. That actually, so that's actually, <laughs> it's so funny that you say that because I think that actually can can teach you. If you're looking underwater mm-hmm. and you're looking at how other people that are maybe better are doing it. Everyone is literally better than I am. But I it. think it actually I think I think that can actually I think that actually helps. It that's did, funny. You it just did learn. for me. Yeah. That's um, so funny. I yeah. I the one the one stroke I hate backstroke. Oh yeah. Because water's just flinging <laughs> on your face and in your nose. So you don't really need the goggles because you're not underwater per se, but Something about that just pisses me <laughs> off so bad. So I don't do any of that. I like my face in the water. End of list. I love it. No, I think that's <laughs> I, what's funny, too, is you think about like if humans are just plopped in the water and are told to float, a lot of what they end up, a lot of what people end up doing is they default to like bre- the breaststroke. Mm-hmm. Um, you would think that people would flip over on their backs, but yeah. there must be something unnatural about humans being on their backs. Because you don't see that happen very often. No, you don't. Yeah. Huh. Like, I've, I've watched a lot of, like, swim portions of triathlons where okay. you have, like, a lot of newbie, like, people that are not comfortable in the water, especially, yeah. like, open water. Uh-huh. And that's, you see a lot of defaulting to breaststroke. But you don't see as much people kind of, like, just hanging out on their backs. Maybe they're, like, the, getting splashed in the mouth. Maybe that's what it in is. In the nose, and the eyes, indiscriminately. <laughs> now, if there was just, like, a bucket of water on my head... <laughs> Where it was the same sensation throughout, fine. But for whatever reason, totally. That's that is t- that is torture to me. That's so funny. And and um, the other thing in a pool is that you never know when the wall is coming. Yes. So you like crash your head until yeah yeah. So many the many you... the new swimmer has done that. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Especially if you're going at any speed, which thank God I never was <laughs> ever. <laughs> 
So your Michael Phelps song came from like like <laughs> yes. Uh, it's still. I was in the grocery store today, and, oh, good. I, and, it, and it was and it playing. Came, no, it came in my head. Like I, I can still remember the tune. <laughs> that is a gift and a curse because it has been in everyone's head. Every Olympics, people message me like, "Hey, good to hi, I miss you. I have your Michael Phelps song in my head." Michael Phelps. <laughs> You swam away, away with my heart. <laughs> we I, had like a two minute conversation about that. And that it's still, I still remember the tune. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. We, I will play it. Listeners. I will play the Michael Phelps song. Um, who knows? Maybe I'll take even a break in the middle and play it. And listening to it now is kind of painful because I didn't have any sound equipment. How I, how I recorded it was I had an iMac at the time, my only Apple device ever, and I sang into the microphone, like on the screen, essentially. Oh, yes. So it looks like I'm making out with my my screen a little bit. I'm singing the first part, and then I'm like, "Well, let me do a harmony part." But I don't know how to get them to sync. So I'm playing one while listening to the other. I'm singing one while listening to the other, <laughs> and then add another track. Again, I have no software. I don't know what I'm doing. I, I, GarageBand was probably a thing, but I just didn't but you didn't know. use it. Yeah, I I knew nothing. Is the most hodgepodge janky little thing i put it on youtube a dj on the west coast picked it up and made fun of it no <laughs> they made, but it went semi-viral <laughs> semi no. very semi-viral these people thought i w- was like being really real in that i my my fondness of michael was real uh, but the video and the song <laughs> was just for shits and giggles, yeah. just for funny ha-ha times. I love it. Oh. And, and so, like, people are like, what is this? So I made it so you, um, and gosh, wouldn't you know what? It really changes how people leave comments, you, that it would ha- your comment would have to be approved or not. And so I would read the comments yeah. that people would leave and only approve the ones that I deemed were okay. Oh. But the really mean ones didn't make it. And were they, were they mostly like, this girl's so pathetic? Well, no, they... They, well, first of all, they thought it was three different vocalists singing, not just sisters. Yeah. I'm like, what are, yeah. Cause I guess one of the DJs was like, who gets the poor girl who has to go ba ba bum. Cause I have, I have the three different parts. I'm like, oh my God, everyone. Classic. Don't you get a joke? But anyway, I'm still very fond of it. I'd love to re-record it at faster and cleaner. <laughs> and now that I have sound equipment, it would be so much better. Oh my God. I love that. Like I love that even the idea of re-recording it appeals to you. Oh yeah, I have to because it's it's such a mess. It makes me crazy. <laughs> it's one of those things that like that's that's a reason why I could never be like a celebrity because I would I would like I feel like in that in your shoes mm-hmm. I would want to be like wait no you guys this is why I did it you know I'd want to explain. Every every choice that I made, and, and you can't do that when no, you're famous. You no, can't do that. That's why George Lucas isn't allowed to have Star Wars anymore oh. because he keeps going back and ruining oh, everything. Oh no! <laughs> so I will just suffer in anonymity and explain things to people that I know. Yeah. That's so funny. So yes. like no, but no one ever actually contacted you or anything like no, that. No, yeah. no. In fact, it was far. Listeners, back in 2004, we didn't know how far-reaching the internet really was. You know, because yeah. we were we were still YouTube was a thing and but barely, uh, but barely it was a like thing. Google videos back then. Oh, wasn't really? It? I feel like it was something called it was something called Google videos back oh. then. And then and then they bought Google bought YouTube at some point and then it sort of all became oh, YouTube. All became yeah. One. Yeah. Um, yeah. Crazy. That's so, yeah. Because you're right. Nobody was really doing that then. Mm-mm. 
No. And uh, so that was, yeah, that was my fun little thing. And then everyone realized how much I loved Michael Phelps. But it was weird. I don't want to, like, love him, love him, like have a crush on him, make out with him, love him. Like the song says, I think that you and me and our two dogs could be friends. I like think that's right, because he has that, dogs. He has dogs. And that's one of the reasons I liked him, because he yeah. had a really cute dog who's snorty. We we should look at Boomer Phelps's Instagram, his son. Uh-huh. The cutest little kid. Aww. So he's got a kid who's like maybe so Boomer is like two and a half, and then he has another boy named Beckett, who's like okay. maybe one, uh-huh. but probably not even one yet. Aww, so he has like these little family. Baby. I know. Two, baby two babies. Two dogs, uh, like a really pretty wife. Like, okay. I mean, yeah, so he's like, I, I, I'm so happy. Good. Like, he's good. He's good. Is he going back to the, li- is he going to come back? It's funny that you say that because to- only today, just today. He I called was, you. He called me on the phone and said, I realize you're doing this podcast tonight. Can you <laughs> lock it down and not tell anybody these secrets? No. On Instagram, he had a picture of himself. Um, his and with Boomer sitting next to him, and they were watching swimming videos. They hmm. it looked like they were watching Katie Ledecky, who we'll talk, who we, Ooh, we, we will talk yes. about in a bit. But he had. Um, are you familiar with the physical? It's like a um, physical tape. therapy cupping. Have you seen? Yes, that? yes. So he's he was like one of the first swimmers to get that and like be shown sort of on camera with like those the alien mock. Yeah. yeah. So he had that on his back from a photo that he took like today or yesterday and posted Hmm. so to me it's like why would you do that if you weren't in like kind of serious training Training so there's some there's a little bit of speculation of like what why why would he do that so i'm not rule. i wouldn't rule anything out but i would say i would guess 75 percent i'm 75 percent in the no he's not making a comeback camp yeah 25 percent like maybe 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 yeah maybe yeah because he did well this last Olympics. He did well, yeah. He I mean, did... better than the year yes. than the Olympic before. Yes, that was I... a rough. That was, that was a... rough. That it was, was rough to watch that. That was rough to watch. It was that. really rough to watch. I... Like I think he had some stuff he needed to like talk through with his family. So like he flew his dad out and yeah. like had a heart to heart with his dad. Really? So like he did some really like grown up stuff. Yeah. I mean like and turned his and then called his now wife who had, I think, like, broken up with him because he was kind of a mess. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm cleaning myself up. Like, I let you, you're the one that got away. Like, I want you Aww. back. I know, I know. So he's like, yeah. Well, because imagine, because he got started what, when he was 16? His first his first Olympics was Sydney and he was 15. 15. That's nuts. And so that's why I always give a lot of leeway to, like, child stars who go off the rails because you don't get to be a normal, quote-unquote, normal kid. No. You don't get to make, when I screwed up, no one saw me or right. cared. Yes. When I screwed up in college, thank God we didn't have phones Fa- or Facebook. with cameras. Or Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We didn't have, I didn't have anyone up my butt <laughs> constantly wondering, oh, why'd you do that? Oh, she did this. Oh, she posted ooh, that. Oh, she ooh, took that down. Yeah, I know. So, so, like, when they, you know, struggle or have these issues and, like, it makes sense that, like, to come back in such a world stage would be really, really hard. Super tough. Super so, tough. So he, I give him, like, a ton. Of, yeah, yeah, I give him a ton of credit. I think it, I think it's been cool. And and um, that's a good segue to Katie Ledecky. Yeah, let's talk about Katie. Who, who also won a gold medal. She won a gold medal. Like, Michael Phelps did not win a gold medal at his first Olympics. He came in, like, fifth or something like that. But Katie Ledecky comes on the world stage. It comes out of nowhere, kind mm-hmm. of, in 2012 and won a gold medal at 15, which is, like, crazy. <laughs> and she's... 
amazing. Oh, is she good? She is. I think she's a really good. Per- I think she's like a really good sort of ambassador of the sport. Nice. Because she's. I think she's a solid person. She like takes care of her stuff. She doesn't get. She doesn't like believe in her own hype. That sort of stuff. Nice. So she's awesome. Yeah. Um, what can I say about her? She's yeah. real fast. She's really fast. She beats people by like crazy. I mean, she was the first woman under four minutes in the 400 freestyle and there was no one within like eight or nine seconds of her, which is crazy. Whoa. That's like, that's like eight or that's like eight or nine body lengths in a pool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's just, she just destroys people. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, um, I think she comes from like a really good family and that, you know, it's just like, I think she's just always been. I think she's had a. I think she's had sort of a good life. Yeah. But I think she's also worked hard. Yeah. So I love. I love her. She's nice. she's probably my favorite. She's probably my favorite swimmer right now. Pretty much my favorite swimmer. Pretty right much now. your f- favorite swimmer right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, Lindsay brought or she emailed mm-hmm. me like two weeks ago. <laughs> two weeks ago. <laughs> um, a list of things, and so far we've been doing great. Um, <laughs> on on your list. Yes. And but I want to point out real quickly on this list that has not 11 bullets 11 11 bullet bullet points one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven Mm -hmm. and then number uh nine on the (laughs) Mm -hmm. list is proof i'm a swimming nerd Honey, we don't need any proof. <laughs> I know, we're there. I read that. We're 40 and, minutes and, in. And I yeah. laughed so hard because I don't think we need any more proof. <laughs> I think. So nerdy. I think by bullet number four, I was ready to, to acknowledge. <laughs> Once I had moved. Actually, I didn't even need you to tell me that you're a nerd for it. Because you are. And that's I great. I, I love I it. I own it. I own it all. I own it Why all. Why not? It's a great sport. I know. It makes just as. In general, I have a hard time understanding um, the diehard fanniness of <laughs> fanny fanniness of sports stuff. That's so interesting because um, I'm like, well done. You've really worked hard and you've honed your skills and you're a very talented athlete. But at the end of the day, you're wearing really tight pants and you're throwing balls around and people are losing their mind if you don't catch it the right way. Yeah. I'm like. Can we all see how that that's a little bit silly? We can still make it matter. We can still commend the work that goes into it. But it is silly. Everything we do is really totally. silly if we look at it. Totally. That's kind of how I feel about, like, um, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of a good example that won't alienate all of your listeners. Like, like, like um, I don't know, people that are big, big fans of, like, I mean, I get it. Like Harry, Harry Potter, something like Harry Potter. Perfect. I'm a huge HP nerd. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't know. I've never read a book. I've never <gasps> seen a movie. But you've read books and seen movies. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I just and, and, be clear. So, <laughs> and so I think I think for that I'm sort of like these people. He doesn't exist. He's not. So it's it's literally like the this opposite. opposite side of the same coin. I think. Yeah. Right. I think you're like we exist. We get it. Yeah. Like, like, move on. And I think you know like I, th- I think it's just it's diff- it's totally different. It is. Yeah. That's so it's so funny. Like I think I actually think about that a lot because I'll. Because you see people on Facebook that nerd out about whatever the thing is that they mm-hmm. nerd out about. Yeah. And most of the time, I don't get it. I mm-hmm. just can't relate to it. Sure. I try to, but I maybe I don't. So I'm always like, that's so interesting. They must think about that, what I think about swimming or like watching marathons on TV. Which, why would you ever watch a marathon on TV? That's a lot of time. It's so bo- And it's so boring. <laughs> and for some reason, like, I cannot, I can't not watch stuff like that. So, yeah. So sw- <laughs> swimming and swimming nerd. nerd, you are one. We love it. Um, I also like swimming because, like, it's like you, what you said. You just need uh, water and to be in it. Totally, yeah. And goggles are nice. 
uh, end of list. Yeah. And that's really, then boom, you're out there. And, and you'll, flo- you'll float naturally mm-hmm. and you'll just, you just, you'll figure out your, the way you are one with it. Yeah. You know. May I recommend to listeners, if you don't know how to swim, please learn because it's really easy and essential. I love that. Yeah. I love that you like went and took lessons. Like that's a big, that's a big deal because I oh, think, is it? I think it's a, I think it's like a light, I think it's a life skill. I love that it. could easily be overlooked, especially if you're from like an inland state or, yeah. or you're like your, your family didn't go to the beach in the summer or whatever. Like, I think you could get to be some, you know, like nine or 10 and not know how to swim. And that wouldn't be great. I don't think I, well, maybe I no, I agree. I think swimming is uh, when you were talking about how tired you got or how exhausted you feel. We went to Hawaii, the cotton gin. We went to Hawaii yes. for the improv fest. And so we were out, <clears throat> me and Stephanie were out like swimming with turtles way far out. And at one point I'm like, oh, I have to get all the <laughs> way tired. back. Yeah. And I'm going to be fighting surf on the way in. How do I feel? And like, luckily I have scuba experience and other swimming experience where I could like calibrate and be like, um, I'm going to head back in or no, I still have more juice left. But when you get out that physical, physical exhaustion, but I was really grateful that I'd had that yeah. much experience because if I were a novice or if I were a novice or just a just new swimmer, that could have been real scary real quick. Totally. For, did you have fins people. on? Um, I didn't have fins. I did have my snorkel. Okay. Yeah. I had my snorkel and goggles, yeah, um, but I didn't yeah. have uh, fins or anything because we didn't expect to go out that far. But the turtle, right, what totally. were we supposed to do? Not follow it and that's forever? When, and when you, the, and the, the scary thing, too, is when you're way out there, you start thinking about how – if you start thinking about how tired you are and how far you have to swim back, yeah. you start to panic, panic. And that's when stuff goes really bad. So, yes, I think you're right that if you can in your head be like, this is what I know – this is where I, when I need to head back. And just don't yes. panic. Don't panic. That not yeah. panicking is essential in the water. And I've had that happen before where I like, I sometimes, not very often, will go out and swim in like Lake Washington, mm-hmm. just alone. And so I have, I'll have like a buoy so people, so like boaters can see Good. me go by. I was going to say, like, there are boats they're gonna that can hit by. you. They're going to run over you. <laughs> but there'll be moments where I'm like, oh, I just, some, some fleeting thought goes through my head. And, and, and it's like, it's a, it's a sort of a panic thought mm. and I have to, sometimes I'm just flip over on my back and think, and just like breathe like four or five yeah. times. Like, I'm fine. I'm, I know what I'm doing. And then I'm fine. And then I'm okay. Sorry. I think it's one of those things too, where you use, if you, you, you find, it's not just sports, but like you find your thing. Yeah. Right. And then that's your, that's sort of your thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I think for me, like my thing was swimming, my thing is and was swimming where you just like. That's where I feel, that's sort of where I feel comfortable. It might be where I'm like, maybe better than the average population. Sure, I'm sure you are. You know, you sort of get drawn to sort of like what you're good at. Um, Yeah. And so I think like, I I want, that that would be my one hope that everybody in the world gets to find their thing the way like swimming made me feel like, and it's almost an identity, like a piece of my identity, like a very big piece of my identity in some ways. And I, God, I had no idea. I know, right? Like, just, like yeah. that's lovely. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And all this happened because one day someone <laughs> talked to you about swimming and I'm like, did somebody say swimming? And then, yeah, and then it was just at the theater what... one day for a rehearsal or something. And if anybody um, says swimming, I'm like, I'm like, okay, let's yeah, talk about, about it. Yeah, what about it? Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like Brand- Brandon Felker used to be a swimmer, so he sometimes will. We'll be like, did okay. you hear about that so-and-so that did so-and-so? And I'm like, yeah, I heard about it. Did you did you watch the video? So there's always, there's always, there's swimming nerds everywhere. Nice. <laughs> We're everywhere. I'm glad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 
my dream is for always for everyone to find that thing that makes them feel at peace and they're like, oh, this is where I belong. Yeah. Hey, guys, uh, uh, guys, gals, <laughs> non, non-binary pals, uh, do what makes you happy and be around the other people who are supportive of Aww. that thing that is kind and helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Your full nerdery. Find your full nerdery. Yeah, because you've got your posse. They are. They're there. They are so there. Is it crochet? They're there. They're there. It's. Is it Britney's owls? They're there. Britney did a great episode about birds. Who's Britney? My BFF. Oh, no. I was like, do, do I know a Britney? Do you know a Britney? You don't know this Britney, but you will once you listen to and Birds And she likes Britney. Birds. Oh, I love it, that. Birds oh, are great. I love it. But um, People yeah. are really nerdy about birds, too. They really yes. are. Yeah, so swimming. <laughs> 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 um, so you wrote on your list. Um, what else is on there? Okay. Okay, so we talked about Michael Phelps' song, the Boomer Phelps Instagram account. Oh, look so at that's it, you the guys! Baby. Yeah, no, that's the that's the two and a half year old. That's the two and a half year old. And look at Michael Michael Phelps' Instagram. You will also see Boomer show up. Yeah, prominently. Prominently. I just highly recommend it. He's adorable. Well, I mean, he named Boomer. I know, right? His name is Boomer, and his little brother's name is Beckett. Boomer Beckett. Like, how cute is that? Soup dupes yeah. cute. Um, so it says here why I love the sport. We so talked much. about that kind we of. We did. Okay. Yeah, I feel All like right. we did. We covered it. Why is it so freaking hard? Did we cover that enough? I think we did. I mean, I think where I was getting at there was mostly with like, I think you actually got to it before I did, which is you spend so much time training. You put so many hours in training yeah. and it all comes down to like a minute or two. Yeah. Right. And that's, I mean, there's a lot of sports where that's the case. Um, but I think with swimming, it's particularly, it's, it's just, it's partic- it's a particularly interesting balance or imbalance, however you want to look at it. Yeah. Like not like, I can only kind of name three or four sports where that imbalance is so different. It's like, Ooh, like so what? tipsy. I... I mean, I think like another example, I always think of rowing as being very similar to swimming in oh, that it's they long. train and they train like crazy, Yeah. but their events are only like, their races are like five minutes. Yeah, and right and which is yeah. which is longer than what I would do but uh, but but there's eight of them right yeah. there's eight of them in about, and one guy's just sitting there one of them is just yelling at you um but that's another sport that just hurts so much oh have you like, done that one have I, you done I, crew? Have, I have I did it like a long time I didn't do it I didn't do it for long enough to know but I but I know people that have done uh-huh. that have done crew and the way they've said it is like it's it it's just so it's so bloody painful in terms of just the like lactic acid just and you're, yeah. burning everything. Yeah. I mean, at least with swimming, you can kind of like flush it out. But in in rowing, I think you're you're just it just like pools in your legs and it's yeah. very painful. Um, but yeah, those those people are badasses too. I think rowers are badasses. I think that's another really hard sport, really hard sport. Um, but I can't think of any others. Like even I guess maybe because even marathoners like that that event itself is long. Yeah, like they train a ton. Yeah, but their race is long. So, yeah, the balance tips a little bit more back into it. So, yeah. So that's why I think that's why it's really hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, what, what happens between the Olympics? Ooh, like what's happening right now leading up to Tokyo 2020? Yeah. So first re- of all, we're in Tokyo. I'm about an Olympic we're follower. We're going to Tokyo. Because I didn't even think about Tokyo. Yeah, it's coming. So it's, what is it now? It is, it is the end of 2018. So it at is. this point we're like half-ish we're more than halfway through the what do they call it quadrennial is that what they call it quadrennial i think they call it a quadrennial um 
Um, so the, a lot of times now Olympians will take a little bit of time off after the Olympics. So maybe they'll take four to six months of maybe just like easier. They'll like ratchet back their training or something sure. like that. You would have to, right? Yeah. Otherwise you'd you would just fall bur- apart. Burn the F out. Yeah. So they are, but they're probably now it's it probably Tokyo seems it's it seems soon. Mm-hmm. Like then now they have to actually like kick it in a year. So I think this summer there's, there's usually in the, in the two, in the, in the years between the Olympics halfway through. So like if it's, if it's 2016 is Rio and 2020 is Tokyo, that means in 2018 there'll be some big meet. So there was a big meet this over oh, okay. this past summer. So there's always one kind of like right, right in the middle. So people will train and race there. So you get kind of like this status report Preview. almost. Yeah. You get a status report of like, how are people doing? Are they training? Are they swimming fast? Are they not? Um, so there was one over the summer. I forget now. I forget where it was. Was it like in Budapest? I think maybe. Um, so that's, that, so that's what, that's what they'll do in preparation for the Olympics. But then in the U S a lot of these people are still in college. So they swim, they swim with their college teams, but they swim in shorter, in a shorter, in the United States, we swim in a shorter pool. We swim in like 25 yard pools. Uh, uh-huh. oh, so you'll those see. damn freedom units. So it's different freedom units. So it's <laughs> that's different. Calls that's them. hilarious. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> but it's a totally different pool. So yeah. you see that big long pool in the Olympics. Yeah. But in the. But in college, it's a little tiny short pool. So it's a different kind of swimming entirely. Yeah. Just you're kind turning of nice. around constantly. Constantly. So people that are really good at turns uh-huh. are really good at that event. Yeah. It's almost like short track and long track speed skating, if you've okay. ever watched yes, that. Yes, I love So good. Love that love sport. That. Love that sport. Apollo. Apollo. <laughs> he's, isn't he a Seattle guy? Or, oh. a, or a, maybe he's Alaska. Why did I think he was a Chicago guy? <laughs> oh, maybe he is. For some reason, I thought he was from up here. Maybe. I don't know. Apollo, Apollo. you're one of us. Call us. Tell us where you're from. <laughs> yeah, I know you're, we know you're listening. Oh, Apollo. <laughs> yeah. We're here for you. Apollo Anton Ono. Uh-huh. Right, with the little soul patch. Mm-hmm. With his little soul patch. Um, so, yeah. So, so they're right now, they're gear. I think they're gearing up. They're probably start starting to see the light at the end of like a four year training cycle, kind yeah. of, and they're probably starting to get kind of fired up. How many people do you happen to know? How many people are going to be attempting to qualify to? Oh yeah, so they're I mean t- attempting to qualify that meet where it's one meet where mm-hmm. you attempt where you qualify or don't for the Olympics, <laughs> and that's like that meet can that meet is like usually a thousand people. Yeah, and sometimes they make it smaller, but lately they've that's made world. it bigger. That's everybody from the world. No, no, that's the U.S. That's the U.S. Yes. And more people probably qualify for that meet. Like they set the st- the time standards for the meet, so if you're faster than the time standards, you can attend the meet no okay. matter what. Sure. Um, oh, like an automatic callback. Love those. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And then they have like a prelims final situation, mm-hmm. and then the top two make it. And that meet is incredibly stressful because because U.S. swimming is so good. There are many, many people in the U.S. that get third place at, tri- at Olympic trials mm-hmm. that would get a bronze medal at the Olympics. Like they're probably the third best person in the world, but they would they don't make it because, because of... yeah. So trials is very stressful. Oh, um, actually, people say it's more stressful than the actual Olympics. Because it's just like... You don't the, know if you're going or not. And it's kind of lose-lose. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, whereas the Olympics, <laughs> it's like, if you get a medal, it's yay, you're excited. Whereas uh, Olympic trials, you're just trying not to lose that top two Ability spot. Ability to go to exactly. the Olympics. Yes. And go to the Olympic Village and yeah. just... I've never been to Olympic trials, but I've had friends and stuff that have gone. And apparently it's like devastating to go <laughs> because you just see people cry. I mean, you see both. Yeah. You see people that are like ecstatic. Yeah. And then you see people who are like... 
devastated yeah. which i don't think would be no happy. i don't want to see that i, I don't want to see that either i don't yeah. i gladly talk to them about it later i know and yeah when, they, when they've had a chance to but, like walk it off a little bit but not <laughs> when it's fresh and they're <sighs> on the floor nope no. and they're looking back at their last four years and be like what was it all for <sighs> oh my god i know the heartbreak that i i worry about people too much i think um because i think about that i'm like oh my god what you know you've worked so hard and then for what and then for what i did all this for what it's brutal but then you also see people who get like third at two consecutive olympic trials and then on the third olympic trials so now it's 12 years later they make it and you're like yeah you're never happier for anyone in the whole world than that like the people that like stick with it and they're like this is my dream dang it like i'm gonna make it yeah. That's amazing. I know. It's so exciting. So exciting. I love it so much. <laughs> that that takes a perseverance that I, I, I don't understand. And, and like, you're not, it's not like these people are making, like, if no, they're, they're, they're not rich. When you leave college, you can get a, if you're good enough, you can get like a pro, you can get like a suit, a suit deal where mm-hmm. like you're sure. getting like the speedo suits and like the clothes yeah. and they pay you and stuff. Um, uh, but they're any not athletes making... out there, if you have a tight budget, I am willing to put you, outfit you in the finest. Hi, I think you're oh my nice. Gosh, podcast. Please, Spe- please, speedo. That please. There'll do be that. little flowers on your. It'll butt. be white. <laughs> It'll be white. And completely see through. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can make it pink. <laughs> but there's definitely gonna be stars and flowers. Oh my on gosh! It. <laughs> I, I would die. I would die. I'm sorry. So continue. Oh no, no. So, so anyway, you yeah, can so... get a can get a swimsuit deal. So or you, could, a... you could get you could get yes. sponsored the way okay. like a pro athlete would get sponsored, but you're still not like rate unless you're Michael Phelps. You're not raking in millions no. and millions of dollars. So there's like Is real Michael finance... Phelps raking in oh millions of dollars. Oh, Is he? Yes. Oh thank God. I worry about people and their longevity in the sport, yeah. which ultimately your body deteriorates and you can't do it forever. So where does the income? And you come just from hope next? they have good financial advisors yes. so that that yes, I know I do yeah. the same thing. See, I'm like, please be I'm... financially responsible, you kids. Please take care <laughs> yeah. of your your shit. But yeah, he's a he's a millionaire like many times over, okay. mostly because of his endorsements, like, his endorsement yeah. deals. Yeah. Although he did lose some during those like dicey the, the periods dark times yeah. because no one was signing his name. But now I think he's like highly marketable and everybody loves him again. Um, yeah, so those are like you make real finance. That's, that's like a real financial implication. If you're like 22 years old mm-hmm. and you don't make it, and you're like, I'm gonna try again when I'm 26. Like you're you're taking yourself out of the workforce for four years potentially. Yeah, and that like that you know that has I think that you have to you have to think really carefully about that decision because it's hard to like do. It's hard to like have a full time job mm-hmm. and be like a pro swimmer. Yeah, you just I don't know. You could do it, but it would be exhausting how would your availability work like yeah, you know yeah. what i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm just gonna need to leave the country a number of times for really no important uh, meets <laughs> yeah. and i am gonna be physically exhausted when i'm not when i am here yeah so i'm only <laughs> gonna be like 80 percent here and i'm always gonna be pretty hungry i guess <laughs> oh my god ravenously hungry ravenously hungry i think that's another reason why i loved uh, fell in love with Michael that oh, year yes. because they, he talked about like what his day looked like. And he's like, I have this breakfast and the server was so excited to talk. He's like, she's like, well, he always has f- like five eggs and 10 pancakes and like all this Insane. stuff. And I was again, Ms. Fitness at the time. And I'm like, I have to start swimming. So that way I can eat yeah. all of that food. <laughs> That's so well deserved. I remember <laughs> that, that like they did all that. They like, they covered that. Like yeah. ad nauseum about like Michael Phelps' diet. Yeah. It's like eight hundred pancakes. <laughs> yeah. I have a I had a friend that used to swim with who who said when he stopped swimming, 
he just like blew, a lot of swimmers like blow up. Like sure. they just they get they're they, used to the caloric intake totally, and they can't. Then you like you just it's hard to like cut back on that. And he he said for a while he would only stop eating um, because he like it was making other people uncomfortable that he was still eating. <laughs> <laughs> he was like I could have gone on, but I stopped because other. <laughs> I know it's classic. It's like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. No, it's friend. hilarious. I mean, I, I feel like every swimmer sort of struggles with the, that, like the, like the recalibration of like yeah. you can't eat all day every day. Yeah, your you body so is hungry. not doing the same stuff anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, but your mind, but your brain wants it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good times. I can't get over that. A thousand people in America. Oh, just maybe alone. more. Maybe more. I mean, it might. It, the last one might have been like fifteen hundred. Oh, yeah, I mean it's me crazy, and that doesn't mean everyone could could possibly make it. Yeah, uh, you know, but it's um, but yeah, cool. Yeah, crazy. Cray, cray. Next bullet point. Yeah, what else do we have? Current superstars. We have Caleb Dressel. Caleb Dressel. Caleb Dressel is an interesting one. So he is. I want to say he's maybe just out of college now. I think he just graduated okay. college. He's. I. I'm not familiar with. Yeah, him. he's come. He's come on the scene since the. He was. He was at the last Olympics. Okay. And he was kind. Of, but he was kind of like a bit player. He was like on one of the relays, but he was kind of still too young. He was mm-hmm. like 18, which for a guy is kind of on the young side. So he has since then sort of emerged. Oh. And he's very fast. He's from Florida. All right. And he's a sprinter. But he go. He went to Florida. He went to University of Florida, which is known as more of like a, a long distance swimming program. Oh, really? So he got a lot of like he got a lot of like raised eyebrows when he made that choice. People were like, "That's a bad decision for him. Like he's a sprinter. He should be uh-huh. going somewhere that's like focuses on sprinting." But he broke all kinds of records. Um, he the interesting thing about him is. When I was telling you about the short format, long format pools, so in, oh, in college yeah, yeah. swimming, he swims like in twenty five yard pool. He has really good starts, mm-hmm. so he broke a re- he went under eighteen seconds for the fifty yard free, which is insane. First American to ever do it. He went like seventeen point six. Like so, not not only did he go under eighteen, but he went like way under eighteen. Yeah, he beat everybody. In a 50-yard freestyle, an 18-second race by a body length. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Like, listeners. The, is you, he, you, and he's not, like, jumping further out, is he's, he? I mean, no. He's, you know, he. you can noticeably see him mm-hmm. gain. Like, he's just so, he's, like, so efficient off the start that it yeah. gives him so much momentum that he can just carry it through for that short race. And his turn, his turn is good, too. But if you want to look it up, it's the 2018... NCAA champion men's championships 50 yard freestyle. He beats everybody by a body length. Like you just don't do that in a wow. 50 yard freestyle. It's usually like a fingertip. Yeah, it's yeah. the hundredths. It's, it's a thousandth of a second yes, in the It's crazy. But he's an interesting guy. He's a little he when he finished high school, he like took he sort of like disappeared. He was he was known as a good high school swimmer, but disappeared from the scene for a while. He like quit swimming for a while before oh, okay college which is which you just like don't hear about people sure. doing and i so i think he was sort of i think he's a he's a little bit more of like a t- contemplative guy mm. so i think he was wondering like what is this what am i doing and but then came back to it and was gr- and was great yeah. he like sort of recovered whatever was going on with him um so it'll be interesting it'll be interesting to see how he does at the next olympics because i think he's got a lot of hype mm. around him and i don't know how he deal i don't know how he does with that i wish there were a way i know to like 
bubble wrap these to, these poor people. Yes, yeah. because we're putting a lot of our feelings onto them. Exactly, and that's not fair. It's not fair. That's not fair at all. And and like our feelings and our expectation expectations and like oh what what should he do yeah. or what could he do and th- and then that becomes what should he like do? even those those two two years off between high school and college like. W- I lots of people are like, oh God, I am young and dumb. I don't know what I want to do. Yeah, but like that's not. But when you're, yeah. And uh, he had like a scholar. Like he would have had a scholarship to college. Wow. So he would have like. Yeah. I'm sure everybody was flipping out about like, is he going to even show up at Florida? Like, what's he going to do? Yeah. So it's yeah. So, you you sort of feel you sort of feel for them. So I'm I'm sort of impressed that he went off and sort of like soul searched a little bit and yeah. then came back and was like, yeah, this is what solid, I want. Solid yeah. move. Yeah. Swimmers are good. Like, I think swimmers are a little bit, uh, are, are good like that. I think they're, they're responsible people with one, with one exception that whose name we shall not mention. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're like responsible people who like know how to manage their time. They kind of know themselves really well. Because the, except for the relay and even in the yeah. relay, you are by yourself. It is a solo sport. Yeah. So even is. in the relay, you're you're with a team but you're hoping that each team can do their own shit yes like you're it's... in charge of your time exactly like, so yeah and and you stand out like a sore thumb if you don't deliver yeah again like if you if you're the one person on a four-person relay that stinks it up yeah like that's your individual performance yeah. that caused them to lose in a lot of ways yeah yeah so yeah. it's uh it's very it's a solo sport you've got to be able to handle your life and all that stuff <laughs> totally yeah <laughs> So it's it's fun to watch like Katie Ledecky who seems just like so good at that. Awesome. Like she's a Stanford. She goes to Stanford. Um, she just went pro. So that's another thing you see people do between mm, Olympic years mm-hmm. is that if they're in college, they may like get the college experience for a couple years and then go pro to take advantage of like the endorsement money, sure. which she should absolutely do. Like she should do that. She well she can. Yeah. She should take advantage of the money. Yeah. I, I think. Oh, do yeah, absolutely. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah. A hundred. Like get the college experience. But then get the money too. Yeah, honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Do, go ahead and do that now while you can, when you can, because you don't know how long while you can and when you can will last. Yeah. Because yeah. it can it can turn overnight. Yeah. So the horsemen are coming. Absolutely. For you. And Kate, the in, uh, the other interesting thing I was just thinking about is uh-huh. that's on my list. Katie Ledecky, her coach at Stanford, his mm-hmm. name is Greg Meehan. He is now like one of the best coaches in the country. He was my assistant coach in college. What? Yeah. So it's a really swimming. Oh swimming is so, a really small so world. world. Yeah, it's a really small world. Did you like him? I loved him. I yeah. loved him. He was only my assistant coach my senior year, but um, and this is in college. He was in college. Okay. Yeah. So since then, he's just had this like steady progression of like getting better and better and like just getting better and better jobs. So being the the head women's coach at Stanford is like a dream job. Dream job. And okay. now I think he just got named to be the head Olympic women's coach for 2020 which is huge what? so it's been amazing to watch him yeah like like go I up the ranks too i haven't thought about coaches Lindsay. i know right it's never even occurred to me i know so of yeah of course of course you need coaches of course you need coaches someone's got to stand over the lane and tell you what you're doing wrong right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. oh my god yeah so I, it's that's been really it's like that's been a fun little small world thing yeah. is when people talk about Katie Ledecky. I'm like, well, thank God Greg Meehan had senior year Lindsey Graham that he can because because she must have taught him a lot. I bet she did. <laughs> I bet she did not. It's so funny. So funny. OK, so um, so now on to the, the bullet point that I've been excited to get to. 
Oh, Proof man. I'm a real oh, swimming man. nerd. Game theory. Okay, game theory. Game theory. This this we can get through quickly, maybe. Well, we'll see. Don't worry about it. Uh, so I went to when I went to business school, uh-huh. and one of our we took there was a class called game theory, which is like, you know, like that old prisoner's dilemma. Like you lock the two prisoners up separately. Have mm-hmm. you ever heard of that? And like it, you tell them that if the other one that if they can if they confess. Uh-huh. Then they won't get in trouble. But if the other, but if they don't, and the other one tells that, yeah, you get, yeah. yeah, you get in trouble. So game theory is like a series of those types of like you're, th- you're th- you, there's a bunch of decisions you could make. It's, yeah, there's a bunch of decisions <laughs> you could make, and and it's understanding kind of what those decisions could could turn out to look like in the future, and kind of backing yourself up from there. It's okay. actually kind of like improv now that I'm saying it. Well, also, the old, I'm like, like st- walk- statistics, or I mean it. It's not even very mathy. It's more like it's more like behavioral and logic. Okay, you know, it's just sort of understanding like how does my decision? It's it's like sort of like sort of chess like even. Okay, how does my decision or my move or my opponent's move change? Um, change like the possible set of outcomes that then I can choose from and blah 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 blah. So anyway, we <laughs> in business school a lot of times you're divided up. Uh, in in your class into little teams. Mm-hmm. So I had a team in, in this game theory class. I had a team of three other people. So we were a team of four, and we had to do like a final project. And this was in o this was in o eight. So I graduated in May of o eight, okay. and the Olymp the Beijing Olympics were yes. that summer. So like swimming nerd, uh-huh. I had swimming on my brain. Yeah. Right? So I said to the I said to the my my um teammates, I was like, well, here's an interesting thing. Like Michael Phelps has to decide what events he's gonna swim. At trials, in and and then he has to choose from that list of events mm-hmm. what he'll swim at the games, so that he he could potentially qualify for more events than he eventually chooses to swim at the games. So there was this element of like, could he could he signal at trials what mm-hmm. he is and isn't going to swim in a way that would give his opponents information about oh. what they could swim or not swim. So it ended up being like this really complicated analysis. And Did it was you write fun. things down? Yeah, well, yeah, we wrote like a paper. We wrote like a 12-page paper on oh like what God. what should Michael Phelps do in order to like um minimize the amount of information that you expose to your competitors yeah. at the games. <laughs> Okay. Right? Because... It is chess-like. It's chess-like, and it's it was it was complicated, but super fun to write. So I, I convinced these other three people who don't yes. know anything about swimming. I was like, guys, it's super interesting. Let no. me explain it to you. Yeah. And everybody and everybody was in. Mm-hmm. We wrote the paper. My The professor of the class came up to us and was like, can we, like, submit this as, a, as an article to the alumni magazine? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, sure. Because awesome. I think he was like, he was like, everyone else wrote about, like politics or like the environment and but he's like nobody wrote about something that's actually happening in the next couple of months yeah that you could you could you could go and see like oh what actually did happen yeah Um, it never ended up getting published but it was that was still cool it was this like nerdy it was this nerdy little project where did you go to school it's for business school yeah i went to uh cal berkeley okay yeah um which you would think there's a huge there's a very good swim team at cal um So you would think somebody would know about swimming there, but nobody did. Huh. <laughs> well, you were in business school. I was in business school. The nerd. Were you I was your a nerd. MBA, I, take it? I, I was. Nice. Yes, nice. I was. Nice. Nerd, nerd, nerddom. Uh, nothing nerdy about. Here's the thing mm. being a nerd uh, is great. End of se- sentence. 
Ooh, ooh, small pr- uh, proof, small world. Yes. So uh, did you talk about Eric yeah. and Greg? Yeah, Greg, you... Greg was my coach that was Katie. That is now Katie Ledecky's coach. Awesome. Um, still follow him. Like, I still, I still, like, I, I love it when I see him succeed. He's great. And then Eric was my teammate that ended up being an Olympian. Awesome. So cool. That is so cool. So cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a small, so it's a, it's a very, even though 1,500 people go to Olympic trials. Yeah. It's still, like, a very small world. It, it is that way in just about every walk yeah. of life, and I love that. Like, if you get, I mean, I can guarantee I can list people in Chicago or Orlando that you probably know. Like, yeah. we all have, or, like, if you went there, like, we all have somebody in touch with somebody. That you could contact and yeah. be like, oh, look this person up or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. And even, like, 20 years out of the sport, not quite, but almost 20 years out of the sport, it's like, uh, I still, there's still sort of you know, like degrees of separation. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. There are no degrees of separation. You know them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's, there are few, yeah. It's like one degree of separation. Yeah. <gasps> You're one degree from knowing Michael Phelps. What? Lindsay? Well, actually I had like, I had friends, I had um teammates in college that swam for his team. So they did, they did know him like their Facebook, they're like legit Facebook friends with him. Like, I'm was at, I'm sure I was at meets with him when he was yeah when he was a baby when he was when he was a little fifteen year I'm sure oh. I was uh, we would have been at one of I can think of one meet we probably would have been at at the same the same thing but like yeah that's the other thing is they all they all the the, the like Michael Phelps walks around a pool deck at a swim meet mm-hmm. around with everyone else yeah which is different than like a super famous football player who like oh. right so so these you know so he's got fans mm-hmm. like coming up to him at swim meets that are also swimmers because it's not like he can it's not like they can cordon him off and give him his own lane yeah yeah so that's an interesting thing too is like it's like there's there isn't so much separation between like the famous and not famous yeah because everyone's getting in the same pool yeah (laughs) yeah hey do you remember when they wore pants the long pants what was yeah, that? like the, remember when the torpedo the torpedo wore what? the full suit? Yeah, what, yeah. What was that? There was a whole controversy for a long time there, where like these suit companies were trying to make these like uber buoyant suits, and that happened like it, that it, that reached its height in two thousand and nine. Yeah, swim nerd. Um, so they were making these really almost like rubberized suits. And one of them, one model was the guys wearing the pants yeah. all the way down. They banned those. Mm. So they banned anything that had any like rubber texture or something, some other types of materials. So I think the guys can only wear like what they call jammers. So they go like below, right above the knee. Okay. I think that's the further, that's the longest they can go. I don't think they can wear pants anymore. Okay. And then the ladies, the ladies can also wear all the way down to their knee. I believe still. Yeah. So yes, there was this, there was this whole like suit era where all these world records were set. Yeah. And some of them still haven't been broken. Oh. Yeah. So there's like this whole, yeah, there's this weird hmm. era where everybody, there's like an asterisk after some of these world records because people broke them in 2009. It's like, well, they were wearing a, a technical suit. And yeah. 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 That's, I like that you remember that. I, well, cause that's the, I rewatched my Michael Phelps video. Uh, listeners, if you want to check it out, it's Sarah Hanchar, <laughs> Michael Phelps tribute. It took a while to find. Scroll for a while. It's there. Um, There's saw... Michael Phelps actually coincidentally did a tribute video for you. So <laughs> oh that's the first one that shows oh up. Oh, my God. I'd be so happy. I panicked at one point. Someone's like, do you think he'll see it? I'm like, oh, God, I don't think so. He... Like, I panicked. I'm like, he shouldn't. I don't want anyone to see that. Like, I wonder if he's seen it. Like, there's there's a non-zero <laughs> probability that he's seen it probably, right? Like, <laughs> well, What does that mean, non-zero probability? Meaning, like... 
it's it could happen. I, yeah, I I feel like it's probably as likely as it is not that he's seen it. <laughs> Schrodinger's uh, yeah, Schrodinger's cat. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, because if an LA radio station picked it up, yeah. Michael, yeah. if you're listening, uh, still a huge fan. Give me a call. Um, can, uh, have, Michael, have Boomer call me. Oh my God! He's so yes, cute. Kids so have cute. the baby on the phone. Yeah, put the, the two-year-old on the phone. Put the two-year-old on the phone. Uh, yeah. I want to. Oh, what else? There are a few things. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, and then we'll wrap up. The I suits. promise. Um, the suits. We talked about the suits. Lungs and breathing. Yes. So <laughs> one of the she literally has lungs slash breathing. breathing. <laughs> One of my favorite things about uh, any long distance anything is watching, first of all, everyone is in such supreme shape that you can see every muscle and bone and what have you. And seeing them recover, I think of like cross country skiers yeah. when they collapse at the, at the, on the ground or after a relay or something. And you see every chamber of oh their lung going from all the way down to their but like their back and their front chambers, like and all their lungs are all, I think it's the most beautiful and incredible thing. It's crazy, right? Like how amazing are lungs and how big can they possibly get? And and the other thing is like, and I'm going to be objective in saying this. I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to objectify the guys, but the guy swimmers who well, don't have. Well, they're not wearing a top. They're, yes. Yeah. They're, they, they're, it's just their chests, yeah. right? You see them being interviewed two seconds after they get yes. out of the water, right? And they're out, totally out of breath. And and when they breathe in and then they breathe, I think it's probably when they breathe out, you see that like the abs get really defined and then yeah. like undefined and then defined. And you're just like, holy moly. Like there's not an ounce of fat on you. Yeah. And like, so they, and I can actually see like the bubbles well, of you your can lungs. You see all of the it's everything crazy. moving and working. And that's where I'm truly in awe of their athleticism of like, you have trained and sculpted your body so hard, <laughs> yeah, totally. but to like serve a purpose, not for vanity, which is what I like is that they they've trained and tuned their bodies to do this thing that they want to do better than anybody else. And I think that's amazing. And I think it's cool too. And and I don't know, I actually don't know physiologically, like do their lung, do your lungs actually expand? Um, I'm, or does your capacity to like process ox? I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. It's a, uh, well, I'm a, here's where my nerd comes out. In voice and diction class. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, know this. We, yeah. we learned, and I'm, I'm not a doctor, so um, I, this might be all psychosomatic, who knows, but we, like, learned how to breathe into various parts of our chest and our lungs. So, like, we would, we would bend over, and I'd put my hands, someone put their hands on my back, and like, okay, just breathe into my left hand. And you worked oh. on focusing and isolating your breath. In such a way. So there was a time. I can't do it anymore. I've tried. My, I've gotten really out of practice. But I could just like kind of sit, do a sit stance in the water. And I could breathe in and out of various parts of my lungs. Whoa. And like without moving a muscle, just change my buoyancy by like, like yeah. opening, like breathing in air and, and exhaling it in certain other places. It was really a that really cool. stupid but nerdy but fun. <laughs> I never even have thought of that. Like focusing in one part would mean you would like move to the right. Yes, yeah, so which I, makes if sense. If I breathed in my lower left side, that's so and cool. Then that would you know tip you forward, and then you'd overcompensate over here. This is fun. Were they telling you that that practice actually expanded your lungs? I don't yeah, think I don't, so. I, don't, I think I... it was more just be be aware of your instrument, be aware of like how deep you can breathe and how aware you can be of the minutia of your body this yeah. was like really getting into the to borrow a phrase from my friend chase the granular detail of singing and of speaking 
of using it. your using your whole instrument. Well, and that's the thing, right? Is like, yeah, the, the more you know, the more the more like knowledge is power. Yeah. So know what you can do, know what your body's capable of, and then like go after it. Yeah. Yeah. And just play. I mean, the body is so cool. It's so cool. Yeah. The fact that we can do anything is and, amazing. And, and the brain too. Like the fact I always think like when I when, in swimming. When I would get to a point of failure, mm-hmm. it was always because my brain was shutting down mm. before my body, right? Yeah. And so I think that's that's the other interesting thing too is like the the, the brain can unlock performance, yeah. too in a way that um in a way that I think people don't give it credit for. I think people just assume like you all of a sudden see these physical diminishing returns as you get more tired. Sure, but I think it's also the brain being like, no more, please. Yep. How many? One last one? Okay. <laughs> okay. Or n- or how about none? How about we go have seven pancakes? Pancakes now. Seven, three eggs. <laughs> whatever else he had, ham, probably there ham was, and bacon. There was. I remember that segment. Do you really? Oh, totally. That makes yeah. me happy. They went out to. It was like a diner, a diner. near where he swam. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I'm telling you, oh, I've seen it. I'm seen so it. happy. Yeah. I'm, there's no doubt. Everything you saw, you've seen everything. I'm just excited that I happen to see one of the I love things. That. I love that. I love that seen. too. There were so so many. I'd love to go back and watch some of them, but I don't know how. How? Yeah. Well, and Lindsay did have homework for you, listeners. Yes, please. Um, so scroll through Boomer Phelps Instagram account. Mm-hmm. So, because he's a great baby. Well, he's two. I call everybody who's under the age of ten a baby. Yeah, so um, he's little so babykins. Good. And then uh, watch the 2008. Um, four. How do you say it? Four by a hundred. Four by one hundred meter freestyle relay. Okay. And you've probably seen it, listeners. You've probably yep. seen it. It's like one of the best things ever. I recommend ever. watching it again because I'm a swim. I'm pretty. That was my prime swim nerd time. Yes. And I didn't remember that one being as exciting as it oh, was. Man. It was thrilling. It was like unwinnable with thirty meters left. In the race. Unwinnable. I mean, the the commentators were just like, well, this is how it is now. And then everyone, including myself, and I, I told Lindsay, I, I wept. I cried. I, I, I get emotional every time I watch it. I get, like, chills and, like, teary. Yeah. 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 And, I, and I don't know why. Because it's like, it's, like, it's like you're putting yourself against the limits of human yeah. performance. Yeah. All right? That's what those guys were doing. And you can do it if you just try and it, believe. It was also, there was the whole, like, could Phelps, could Phelps win eight gold medals? Yes. And that was one of the events in which he would have to do it. And it was, like, day one of the, of yeah. the Olympics. So if he had, not, if they had not won that relay, like, poof. The, the dreams of him doing eight gold medals would have yeah. got, would have not happened. So yeah. it was that too. It was like keeping that the possibility Keep alive. It, keeping it alive. Yeah. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. Listeners, look out for Caleb Dressel. Look out for Katie Ledecky. Look out for my old coach Greg Meehan. Yeah. These are all good people. That's and they'll be on TV. Sweet. <laughs> they'll be on TV in two years and in, like a, a year, year and, and some and change yeah a year and some change it's <gasps> crazy oh thank god we'll have to get i might have to get cable back because we didn't have cable for the winter olympics either. and i thought i was gonna die torture because i didn't realize how much i really 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 care like about... how much you needed luge I re- in your life dude <laughs> right i do i know <laughs> I, t- I hear you. I hear you. If I don't see Sean White flipping <laughs> for like the twentieth Olympics, yes, like... I don't care. I want to see him again. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. My pleasure. Do you have I anything to say? Anything else? Remind. Oh, shit. 
No, I know you. It was this is super fun. Thank you for talking. <laughs> did about you have swimming. a nice time? It was so fun. I realized. Did we talk about swimming we enough? Did. Yeah, totally. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we? Yeah. Okay, because we derailed so many times. I'm no, sorry. It's I love to derail. No, I love. No, I think you have to. You you have to a little bit, right? Right, a little bit. Not, nobody wants to hear about swimming for a solid hour. Well, except we, me. Me too, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. This is super Yay. fun. I never get to just talk straight about swimming for an hour. Yeah, yeah. always. Well, super are, fun. Are you comfortable and would you be willing to musical arm fart with me? I know. Yeah, I don't know hard, how to do it though. It's, I know it's a hard time of year because everyone's wearing sleeves. My um, my nephew just told me that he is <gasps> well known at his school for being the go to guy. What? For me, yes. And I'm like, I need him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He's like, if they can't do it with their arm, I just teach them to do it with their hand. And I'm like, I can't do the I, hand. I can't do. I can't do either one. The one I do is straight up cheating. It's just your mouth on your arm oh. and blowing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Can you get it's? You can use your forearm. Let's see. It's yeah, okay. I can add forearms. Good. It's just good. Just keep your loose embouchure, so not too. Not, not I jump. forgot about this part of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> One more. <laughs> your hair all is in. blowing in the wind. It gotta go all in. Thank you, Lindsey Graham. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> Yay, swimming. I think you're nice. I think you're nice. <laughs> oh, no, it didn't record. As promised, here is the Michael Phelps song, You Swam Away With My Heart. I recorded this back in 08, and I hope you love and enjoy it. If you're curious about the amazing video that I also made with it via uh, Google image search and just limited stuff I could do in my apartment at the time, go check it out. It's on YouTube, or you can find it on the I Think You're Nice Facebook page. I recently posted it up there, so enjoy. Take it away, 2008 version of Sarah. Go. Oh, Michael Phelps, you swam away with my heart. Oh, Michael Phelps, you swam away with my heart. I'm joining the pandemonium. I don't care where you stand on the podium. Just give me your hand to hold, whether you win Bronze, silver, or gold. Oh, Michael Phelps, you swam away with my heart. Oh, Michael Phelps, you swam away with my heart. Your backstroke is so beautiful that I could cry. You give me lots of butterflies when you butterfly. Like a fool, the nanosecond you dive in the pool, my love won't be deterred. After all, you broke another world record. Oh, my Phelps, you swam away with my heart. Oh, my Phelps, you swam away with my heart from Sydney to Athens to Beijing. Maybe even to Guam I'll cheer for you all the way With your sisters and mom You have many fans who love you too But when the Olympics end Do you think that me and you and our dogs could be friends? Oh, Michael Phelps 
awesome. Because awesome. Yeah. you're amazing. Wait, go team. Woo! Yay! Woo! Michael. Woo! USA. USA. Woo! All right. That's enough silliness.